Welcome to today's podcast with Bishop Wale Ajayi. Let's begin from here. Romans 1 from verse 11 and 12. Romans 1, 11 and 12. Fellowship with the brethren. You must, one of the ways to deal, deal with anxiety and hopelessness and all of them kind of things is staying in fellowship with brethren. And the devil knows that. That one of the ways that we deal with such things is fellowship. So he does everything to make you stay away from fellowship with brethren. Gives you justification for it. Gives you all by nobody, nobody knows. Nobody. So, so you have this nobody knows mentality. And you stay away from brethren. It's horrible. It's the devil. It's the devil. Watch this. Romans 1 from verse 11. It says, for I long to see you that I may impart to you some spiritual gift to the end that you may be what? Established. I was saying with some pastor, this is not laying on of hands. This gospel he was talking about. In Romans 16, uh, verse 25, I think. Go back to Romans 16, 25. Let me explain that. Romans 16, 25 and 26. Romans 16. He said, not to him that's powerful to establish you. How? According to my gospel and the preaching of Jesus Christ. So when he said, I long to see you to impart some spiritual gift, he was talking about preaching the gospel. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? Nothing mysterious. You know, people like mysterious things. There's no mystery again. Everything is clear. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? Because the gospel is the power of God. Now go back there. It says, go back to Romans 1 verse 11. It must be that gift that you may be, to the end that you may be what? Established. Now look at verse 12. Look at verse 12. That is that I may be comforted together with you by the mutual faith, both of you and me. Look at someone and say, I need you. You need me. Now this is Paul speaking. This is Paul speaking, the grace teacher. Telling people that I need you and you need me. I need to be encouraged by your, by your faith. Your faith also needs to encourage me. I will encourage you. You will encourage me. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? And you lose this when you stay away from fellowship. There's an encouragement that comes from our mutual faith. Now when we connect, this is not Facebook connection. This is not online church. Online church can't work this. Say I attended online. Online can't do this. There's a connection that happens when we connect by faith together. It's mutual faith. So Paul, not, you understand who is speaking now? This is Paul the apostle, the person who wrote to us all we know now about the grace of God, telling people, I need to come to you, not only because I want to impart to you, but also I need something from you too. That by your faith, I'm encouraged. By my faith, you are encouraged. I'm comforted by your faith, and you are comforted by my faith. Tell somebody again beside you, I need you. And you need me. Come on, say one more time, I need you. And you shall need me. Somebody say, amen. The strategy of the enemy is to isolate us. With, with offense and discouragement and distraction. Isolate. If you watch not National Geographic Channel. Do you watch it? National Geographic Channel. You see, the, the, it's hard to attack an animal in the herd. When they are just goats or zebras or all if it's in the herd it's hard to attack so the strategy of the lion is to isolate one maybe the one will not work out well somebody as, as, when, when it's isolated it cannot be attacked but in the herd together it's difficult 
Look at someone say, stay in the herd. Stay in the park. Stay, stay, stay. Stay in the park. It's hard to pick one out when we stay together. So what the enemy does is to isolate you. Give you reasons to be isolated. Justify it in your mind and you will be feeling something. I don't, I don't feel like. I just want to stay away for a while. I use God beg you. Don't stay away for a while. Stay in the park. Look at someone say, stay in the park. So every time you hear that voice about, is the devil speaking? It can't be God. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? In Hebrews 10, verse 23 to 25, quickly. Hebrews 10, 23 to 25. Hebrews 10, 23 to 25, show me quickly. Oh, glory to God. He said, let us draw 23, 23. 23, let us hold fast our profession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful that promised. Uh-huh. And let us concede one another to provoke unto love and to do good works. Next verse. But forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is. Huh? But exhorting one another so much more as you see the day approaching. As the day approaches, Satan gets more intense. Bible says he knows he has a short time. So as the day of Christ, you know Paul wrote in Romans 13, he said the day is, the night is fast spent. The day is fast approaching. Let us cast off the works of darkness. Let's put on the armor of light because as the day approaches, it gets darker. As the day of Christ approaches, the darkness is intensified. And may, may God help you that you are alone in this season. Look at someone say, you can't stay alone. You can't stay away. You need me, I shall need you. Rank not this one, no. Title not this one. So, uh, I mean, you, in, who you, it doesn't matter right now. Your rank, your title, everybody needs to be in, in the park at this time. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? You see, since the day is fast approaching, why? Because it gets darker as the day approaches. The darkness intensifies. Satan knows he has a short time. And deception is on the rise. It's on the rise. It's on the rise. And if you are alone, you get trapped by the enemy. But that's not your portion. In the name of Jesus Christ. First John 1, quickly. First John 1 from verse 5. 1 John 1 from verse 5. It says, and this is then, I love this part. This is then the message we have heard of him. And declare to you that God is light. And in him there is no darkness at all. Show me in the TPT. I loved it in the TPT. At all. Say, God is pure light. TPT, please. This is the life-giving message we have heard him share. It's still ringing in our hearts. We now repeat his words to you. God is pure light. Pure. Huh? And you will never find (laughs) even a trace of darkness, wickedness in him. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? God doesn't have bipolar nature. God is light. God is light. He's not trying to teach you a lesson with problem. He doesn't give problem. Am I making sense to you? That's not God. That's not God. God, God is light. Pure light. Pure light. He said there's no variable. He said every gift, every good and perfect gift comes from where? Above. From the Father of lights. In there's no variableness. You know what he mean? A shadow of turning. That's enough with the thing come. No shadow, no variableness. You believe, I'm making it, he's constant. Pure light. 
pure light. No darkness in him at all. Tell someone beside you, God has no evil intention for you. No plan to embarrass you. It, it, see, listen, sometimes things happen in your life and you're like, God, why? God, why? God, why? Let me tell you, God has no plan to embarrass you or put you to shame. No plan at all. And if anything like that happens in your life, get ready for things to work in your favor. That thing will turn for your testimony. I say it will turn for your testimony. Verse 6, quickly. Verse 6, go back to the King James. Okay, leave it. If we claim that we share life with him, but keep walking in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. Verse 7. But if we walk in the light, as he's in the light, proof that we are in the light is that we have fellowship with one another. The proof that you are in the light, as he's in the light, is that we have that what Peter, Paul was explaining. Paul's words are, if when we heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints. So when we are in the light, we have fellowship. Proof that we are in the light is that we have fellowship with one another. Somebody say amen. It means we are not abiding in death. By this we know we have passed from death to life when we love the brethren. So when you are staying away from light, from brethren, you are playing with darkness. You are playing with darkness. You, you know what I just said? Where, I didn't say you're not, you're not in the light. You're a child of God. You have the light of God in you. But when you are staying away from brethren, you are playing with darkness. And darkness doesn't play fair. Tell someone, say, darkness does not play fair. Oh yeah, they don't play fair. Ask those who were in darkness before, they will tell you. Darkness doesn't play fair. So we see example of, 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 of Judah. Genesis 38, Genesis 38, 1. We see Judah. Genesis 38, 1. Show me that scripture. This is written for our learning. Genesis 38, verse 1. And it came to pass at that time. What happened? That Judah did what? And you know, back of those days about preaching, we used to use this principle to preach. He went down. Come on. Judah went down from where? His brethren. And turned to a certain Adolamite. Now read the whole story down. It was a big mess. At the end of the day, he, he was the, God became the father of his daughters. Daughter-in-law. You know the whole message story. But we can pick that. And he went down from who? His brethren. Look at some of your neighbors. Say, stay with brethren. Stay with brethren. Stay. He went down from brethren. You know the whole story from there. Let's let's, let's uh, another example. Second Samuel 11. Aha. And it came to pass after the year expired that the time that kings go forth to battle, I will not give a war, it's battle. David sends who? Who go? Who who? The time that who goes to war? Kings. Who did? What? What happened? David sends who? He delegated his job king. Is he not the king? But he said, no, Joab, you go. What did he now do? And send his servants, everybody go. That's problem. He sent Job and his servants. Who called him for house? Bad guy. And all Israel. Uh-uh. And they destroyed the children of Ammon and besieged Rabbah. But David tarried at Jerusalem. See the problem. Next verse. And he came to a path in an even time. David rose from his bed and walked upon the roof of the king's house. And from the roof he saw Yadaba. A woman washing herself and she was very beautiful to look upon. Now, his eyes jammed her from where he was standing. That's not a problem, so you turn. But when his eyes jammed the sight, 
Instead of him to turn away and go and do another thing, he now. No, the thing jammed his eyes. No problem. But now, he now. Problem. Problem. If David was where he should be, he will not be jamming anything. Am I making sense to you? Listen, stay with brethren. Satan isolates you to do what he needs to do. Stay with brethren. And these are scriptures written for us to show us that when you are with brethren, there are things that will not happen. That's why Christ sent them in twos. Check your Bible. He never sent anybody alone. Peter, John went to pray in the temple. Paul and Silas. Paul and Barnabas. Silas and Judas. Peter and John always stood to why if one falls, the other will strengthen the other one. A threefold called cannot easily be broken. Somebody say amen. It's the truth. Look at your neighbor say, stay in the park. And one of the benefits we receive for staying together is we can hear the testimonies of our God. We can hear what God has done for one person. And it inspires hope in us that if we did that for that person, because he's rich unto all. You see, one thing about God is God doesn't have favorites. God is not partial. His love is unto all. He reaches unto all. So when I hear that Pastor Osahon, God has done something for him, I rejoice. Because there's nothing where they pass me. You know what I just said? The name, the place where they collect a name to do that in my name, they're there too. It's called the book of life. You know what I just said? See, when I hear the testimonies of our God in his life, I rejoice. I know that the God who did it for him is also my dad. I told you before, when we buy something, maybe Andrew wasn't there when we gave Abigail. Once Andrew sees with Abigail, He's not doubting. He doesn't say, he knows, he starts to jump. Where's my own? Because he understands that you have sense. How can you go out and buy for only Abigail? Don't you have sense? That we are two in this house. How dare you? You don't, you don't even try it. You can't, you can't survive the war. If Andrew bring battle to you. <laughs> you can't survive the battle. I'm going to make sense to you. I'm telling you, when God does for one, rejoice. Because your name is next online. So in church, when we gather together, we can hear the testimonies of our God. Psalm 78, verse 1 to 7. The testimonies of our God. We hear what God did for brother so and so, sister so and so. We share with one another. Psalm 78 from verse 1. A maskil of Asaph. Maskil is instructions for the wise. Instructions for the wise. Maskil of Esaf. Give ear, O my people, to my law. Incline your ears to the words of my mouth. Verse 2. I will open my mouth in the parable. I will utter the dark sayings of old. Verse 3. Which we have heard and known and our fathers have told us. Huh? We will not hide them from their children. Showing to, the, 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 to come the praises of the Lord and his strength and his wonderful works that he has done. Verse 4, 5. For he established a testimony in Jacob. Appointed a law in Israel. Which he commanded our fathers that they should make known to their children. Huh? 
that the generation to come might know them, even the children which will be born, which should arise and declare them to their children, pass the information down generation to generation. Verse 7, why? That they might set their hope in God and not forget the works of God, but keep his commandments. That was keep faith in him. Somebody say amen. So to tell them how God parted the Red Sea. Tell them how you how you crossed Pharaoh in the in the in the sea. Tell them how you provided manna in the wilderness. Tell them so the stories are passed down. That's how some of the when in the New Testament we see these stories repeated because they were handed down. The stories passed down. Moses recorded some of them in his book. The stories are passed down from generation to generation of what God had done in times past. That's that's why um and Gideon was asking if our God be with us. Where are all the miracles he did? Where are the things we heard that he did? Because people told people what God did. And that's what we gain in fellowship. When we hear how God delivered brother so and so. How God healed brother so and so. How God healed sister so and so. How God did that. How God did that. When we hear we are strengthened. Somebody say amen. amen. We are strengthened. We are strengthened. And what, what, what I taught in this service, we will share the testimonies of our God. The testimonies of our God. What God has done for certain people. What God has done for some of us. Somebody say amen. He does miracles today. Pastor Peter Stan, you are a miracle. You are a walking miracle. Come on, sir. Come on, sir. Pastor Peter, can you, can you say your story in one minute? Can you tell your story in one minute? Say your story in one minute. Praise God. Walking miracle. I wasn't given a chance to leave. They told me that I had a spinal cord issue. And they told me that um, if they do the surgery, I will either die or become vegetable for life. So, God, I put my trust in God because I kept telling my family, I'm not going anywhere. uh, We are not going anywhere. But God, in his infinite mercy, saw me through a 11 hours, 47 minutes surgery. And um, what, what, what was actually very interesting for me was the fact that the, the doctor told me that when I was crossing the boundary, uh, Dr. Coco, we understand, when you are crossing the boundary, he told his team, let's couple this man. You know what that means? Coupling is my entire spinal cord was brought out. Jesus. And they were fixing some things. So I was like, this guy, you won't cross here. But God said, no, you are not going this way. Couple this guy back and they coupled me. And let me tell you the story. Everything that God did in my life is restoring all the things that died before I went there. Before I went there, everything from here down had died. I couldn't retain urine. I can't retain anything. Everything shut down. I can't move my legs. I can't do anything. But you know, God restored me. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord. They said you had Connective tissue disorder. Tell them your story. Okay. Connective tissue disorder. Tell them your story. Okay, praise God. Yes. I couldn't use my hand. Yes. I could not write. I pressure my right hand. 
And I went for the extra. They said I had connective tissue disorder and I had to go for a surgery. So I went back to the UK. I couldn't wait on the NHS. I wanted to go private. So I did. But I got there and it wasn't there. So I got there. It wasn't there. You need to understand for the work I do that you cannot use your hand. I cannot even lift anything. It was there for a very long time. And God just took it away. And it wasn't like I even had faith to pray. So I didn't have to Tell me, what were they going to do? I think you mentioned they were going to put screws. They are going to put here on my shoulder here. They are going to put on my joints here, put screws here through my shoulder blade. Screws, screws, screws. I can be using my hands, yes. So, but God did it. But God did it. Where's the hand that said like this? Hallelujah! Make a joyful noise now. If I if I if I never call your own, you know, run not come and be telling me your story. If I if I never remember your story, come and tell me your story. Come on, my Amir, come on, come on quickly. Yes, I remember that one too. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Your, oh, your eye, come and tell us your eye too. <laughs> no, I will remember your not just your eye, your niece also. Yes. Sorry. You guys can recall um, December there was Ashake. Uh, show in London, and there was an accident. People were killed. My niece was trampled, and she died basically because they had to keep her alive. She was trampled, and they, they, she's been in. She was in coma for more than five months. She cannot talk anything. And I just came here early morning prayer, and I told him, I said, see what's going on in my family. This girl was she was in final year, and the mother didn't have her for 16 years, and all of a sudden she woke up. You know, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're behaving like you're hearing. They said five months in coma, no response. We agreed in prayer in the, this week, but two days they said she, she woke up. Now, now hold on. She was telling me that at some point they were about to remove the oxygen that is we are wasting time, but they said keep it, leave it, and then we agreed in prayer and she came back to life. Only God does those kind of things. Pastor Peter, hold on. My immediate younger brother had cancer. It was a very serious one. I mentioned it to Bishop. They had given hope. Everything was gone. He had cancer of the... Um, one of those organs. <laughs> I can't remember now. So, we took him everywhere we needed to take him to. And they said... If I when they brought out his test, the Indian doctor asked, Is this guy still alive? I said, yes. He said, no, I don't believe. Let him send his pictures. So I told him, send your pictures. I will bring the pictures here one day for you to see. So they told us that the only way is to do a transplant. And it's going to cost us about 50 million. And we'll be doing it every five years. So I now told, I told him that we don't have the first 50 million. No, we talk about every year. So we now went to God and said, God, this guy has seven children we we can't take this responsibility you it is you that we have to take this responsibility so now he's at home he can't take any drug he can't eat some kind of food so it was like everybody was waiting for him to die so one day i went there i told him hold my hand i told him i was not born last born you will not make me to become a last born. So you will stay alive and you will face your responsibilities. God said there is no cancer in your body. 
If the doctors reject you, God did not reject you. If you understand this principle, nothing will happen to you. Bishop, you know what happened to him? They said we should be giving him some kind of leave. We just give him that leave. That was his water, and that was all he was drinking. No other thing, no food, no nothing. That. Last month, suddenly, we saw that his leg was getting big, was swelling up. And then, at a time, the thing so, became so big like elephantiasis. Suddenly, the leg burst in two places. Like all the water. You know, he had hepatitis B positive, hepatitis C positive. Everything was positive. The leg burst. It's like all the water in his whole body came out. For three days, water was coming out of his body. The fourth day, the yellow eyes turned white. Which means the absence of hepatitis C. Before we knew what was happening, the whole of this skin, the whole of his body. Have you seen a snake molt? You know molting? When the snake changes his body. Everything about his skin just was pulling. Was pulling. After a week, everything was falling down. And then we saw a new skin coming out from his body. I told my elder brother, wait, wait, wait. What we are seeing now, I don't understand it. Just we let's watch him. And then, just last week, if you share me into four, that was how he was looking. One, one of our four of me. My brother has started gaining weight. Oh. All the body that was gone. He, as I speak to you now, I took his blood sample before I traveled. I took his blood sample to, for analysis again. And what they told me is that there is no cancer. Listen, your your curse is not hopeless. Listen, your curse is not hopeless. The testimonies of the Lord. Listen, your curse is not hopeless. Thank you for listening. We trust God that you've been tremendously blessed by this podcast. To download the full message and other messages by Bishop Wale Ajayi, please visit www.cgmimiraclecenter.org. You can also follow Bishop Wale Ajayi on all social media platforms. Be blessed.